Blog Talk Radio. Wilmington, 
you know I got to bring my girl back, right? <laughs> Janina oh, yeah. is so savage, man, and hilarious. <laughs> so I definitely can't look forward to that as well. I mean, always, always good for a good laugh or several. Uh, but right quick before we get into where have you been up to? It's been a few weeks, so what what has Dwayne Nash been up to in the world of sports or in the world in general? Oh wow, man, just uh, relaxing as much as I possibly can. Because like <laughs> I just said, it's that time of year, and um, media sports days are, are right around the corner. Like I said, in about three weeks, um, yep, HBCU media days will, will begin. So it's a possibility I may be in uh, Western Virginia again for the CIAA. And then the following mm-hmm. week in Norfolk um, for the MEAC. So I'm just getting myself ready for the college football season, getting all my paperwork and stuff ready. So I can get when, – when fall hits, I'll be um, in stride. How about that? There it is. There it is. It's always good. Always a good thing, man. And let's just get right to it. Speaking of the NBA off season, um, we're gonna get. I, uh, well, I'm gonna get into the awards in a minute, but you know, with the news that hit that Kevin Durant had declined his they won a half million dollar option, play option to to go into unrestricted free agency. First of all, it must be nice to be able to to decline a thirty one point million dollar option in anything, right? But nevertheless, <laughs> it kind of confirmed to all of us what we what we all knew. Kevin Durant would more than more than like no longer be a Golden State Warrior. So, your gut feeling, where do you think he ends up and why? Oh, my God. My gut feeling on what happens? I just find it interesting leading up to the answer. Um, you know, beforehand, yes. everyone was, was saying that, you know, it's going to go ahead, opt in, take the 31-5. Rest this year, resign with Golden State, he'll be fine. This news comes out today. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Really? Yeah. Which one was it going to be? You, you know what direction was going to No one knew. No one really knew. I just find it interesting, though, that um, actually your, your, your boy, Jayla Rose, pointed it out a couple of weeks ago, you know, when he went to New York for a surgery. He said, you know, think mm-hmm. about it. KG could have gone anywhere to have the surgery done. He could have stayed in California to get it done. But no, he went to New York where his office is, had the surgery done there, quite possibly could go ahead and not necessarily tamper, but, you know, get get accustomed to being in New York and, and maybe even getting some feelers sent out and, and, and could be leading up to him and his exodus out of Golden State. But at the same time, it could be a situation where he goes, he stays in, in Golden State and gets that max deal and gets the most money that he can from any other team. But, God, if you're asking me what he does, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the dice game. I'm going to go ahead and say, say that he goes to the Knicks. I'm gonna go ahead and, yeah. and say I don't I don't know if Nick fans necessarily want to hear that right now. It's been a rough summer for you guys. <laughs> you originally yes, think that KD was coming to to New York, then the 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 ACL injury happened, but before that you lose the Achilles, NBA yeah. lottery. But at the yeah. same time you get R. J. Barrett, and there's still a high possibility. I think it's gonna be a player. You, you think so? Yeah, I think he's gonna be a player. I think he's gonna be a great uh, player because he could do it yeah. all. He he 
he he has range. I mean, he he can shoot. He can put the he can get his own shot. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just worried about Zion Williamson's health and not health per se, but his weight. Kid's already 285 pounds. He's he's almost 19 years old. So, Remember, we talked anyway. about this weeks ago. You know, when when yep. the whole situation with Gilbert Arenas and his criticism of, of of Zion Williamson came in. You know, these are all things that we hope he'll be able to change. But until it starts to happen, I can all I can right. do is just be uh, pessimistic until I start seeing some change happen. So if, if it does happen and he starts losing weight, the thing that he'll really have to do then is he'll really have to start developing the game of a three instead of a four if, with him cutting weight and getting down because he can't be that much lighter and that much shorter in attempting to cover yeah. fours in the NBA right now because they'll just expose him down low or it'll be very interesting to see him attempt to, de- to defend them. So I don't necessarily want to cast his, uh, dispersions against him and his defensive uh, abilities as of yet because we really haven't, haven't had an opportunity to see him play against NBA fours yet. So it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. what happens this year and then the following offseason to see what type of changes he decides he's going to make in order for him to last within this league. But to, like I said before, to my earlier point, to answer your original question, I, I think KD leaves, and I think he ends up going to New York. Cause, yeah, that whole thing of you not staying in, in California to have the surgery, I would be concerned if I was a, a, a Golden State fan. And if you listen to what uh, Andre Iguodala said on the Breakfast Club about how, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin Durant was pretty much missed about the way they misdiagnosed his injury. I mean, because we all knew mm-hmm. it was Achilles, right? I mean, we saw it happen against Houston in the playoffs where mm-hmm. he turned around. Knowing when you hurt your calf, I mean, I was blessed to never have an Achilles injury, but I've hurt my calf before. The first thing you mm-hmm. do, you typically do, is grab your calf. When you hurt yeah. your Achilles, it's such a freak injury the first thing you normally would do is turn around because you assume it feels like someone kicks you or you hit mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? And when, and plus they had pictures of, of Durant and like, like in the hallway, like doing like, uh, uh, like doing the, doing the Warriors uh, playoff run of his ice pack on his Achilles. Yes. I thought it was supposed to be a calf injury, not an Achilles. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the point is, is that I think Kevin Durant has met that Golden State for misdiagnosis injury, and I can't blame him. Um, and also, I just think it's just the end. I think he he wants to write his own chapter, his new, a brand new chapter. And let's face it, and especially with all these rumors about him possibly joining Kyrie, going to the Nets, that's bullshit. If you, I mean, that's like going to just like a baseball player choosing the Mets over the Yankees or a basketball player choosing the Clippers over the Lakers. You know, I mean, present circumstances are not withstand it, but the point is, if you go to New York, if you're a ball player, you play for the Knicks. I'm sorry. You just do. And imagine if Kevin Durant delivers a title to the Knicks, who haven't won a title since the year I was born, in 1973. Um, mm-hmm. He would go down in legendary says He's already arguably top three players of all time. But he will not only ascend to the best player in the world, he may ascend to one of the – Walter's done one of the 
the best player of all time if he delivers at least one title to New York because that would be, in effect, his team. Golden State still yeah. is Steph Curry's team. So, I mean, that's that's just that's just that's it is it is what it is. But yeah, I I, I would think that KD would join. With, with, and you know what? And and I think the the whole, the, the, the things of surrounding Kyrie is just a smokescreen. Kyrie to to the Nets is a smokescreen. I think when it's said and done, Kyrie and KD will join the Knicks come this fall. So, ooh, um, ooh. you know. Well, I, know, I wouldn't well, say you heard it here first, but I just think I just. Yep. I I don't I don't think that KD goes anyplace else other than Golden State or the Knicks. If it's any place mm. else other than those two spots, I will be extremely shocked. Extremely. Mm. So, you know, it, it's not to say that it can happen. It's not to say that it won't happen. I will just be right. extremely shocked if it's, if, if it's elsewhere. Right. I agree. I agree at this point. It's not going to be the Clippers. It's not, you know, it's the one B back in Golden State. He's going to be a Nick. I mean, that's what it looks like when it's all said and done. Um, well, since we were talking about free agents, why don't we just get to Kawhi Leonard, the uh, finals MVP. <laughs> and first of all, before we go into the finals, talk about the <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, let's just give a quick shout-out to ourselves for getting this finals prediction totally wrong. <laughs> 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 let's get that out of the way. At least yes. I thought it was going to be a competitive series. You thought it was going to be a gentleman's sweep. We're going to stay I, I I really did. I, I was I was following my son's lead, and it seemed like he was about to be right um, after game two, but uh-huh. it was just entirely too many injuries, in my personal opinion, for Golden State. Right. And all you had to do is exactly what they did, which was double-team Steph and try to force everyone else to make buckets. And the thing that I was surprised by even after the injuries, was that the other guys who they were relying on to get buckets just couldn't put up points. That was the thing that right. I was most disappointed in. And and it's not like the entire team was new. These are all guys that have played, well, not all, but a lot of these guys have already played in the system. If they didn't play in the system, these are guys that were at one point in time uh, uh, lead guys elsewhere and, mm-hmm. and and were capable of scoring there. Now, you may not have been able to – I didn't need to put up 20, 25. I didn't right. need to give me 12 or 15. They couldn't even do that. And, and that, that goes for Eagle Dollar. That goes for uh, 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 Andrew Boogie. That goes for Boogie. It, it goes for that entire lot, man. They just couldn't consistently – give me buckets game in and game out in a situation where they needed a, a number two in that situation with both KD and Clay gone. But you know what this reminds me of, though? And I needed to get confirmation to make sure before I started spewing this, this hate, if you will, <laughs> out. Uh-huh. This reminded me very much so of the 1991 uh, 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 Chicago Bulls versus the L.A. Lakers in the finals that year. You mm. had an established team in L.A. Um, now I, I got one Lakers better for team, you in a minute. Uh-oh, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm away for that I got one, one better for you but, in a minute, but, but I'll let you finish your point but, first. Let's finish your point first. I got one better for you, though. 
But go ahead. We had, you had a, an established Laker team. Same thing with Golden mm-hmm. State, even though the Lakers look completely different than what they did um, in the 80s, but they still had Magic, they still had Scott, and they still had uh, 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 James Worthy. Then right. you end up losing two guys. Now, of course, it's not their number one and number three scores like KD and Clay, but it's still Byron Scott and James Worthy. And then you have right. this upstart team that just couldn't necessarily get over the hump. Same thing with Toronto and Chicago, and they finally make it to the finals, and they beat that perennial champion that was facing injury, and they do so in quick fashion. That's exactly what this series reminded me of. But I want to hear what your assessment of in terms of your comparison. I will go two years prior. Same looking team, two years prior. When they played the Detroit Pistons, Detroit had home court advantage. It was a rematch of the previous year when the Lakers beat the Pistons in seven. Remember what happened in game one in the the Palace? Both Magic Johnson and Byron Scott tore their hamstrings. Yes. That's what set the tone for the rest of the series. Detroit swept them. Um, Mm -hmm. It it happens, man. Injuries happen. They're the ultimate equalizer in sports. They happen. And, you know, Coincidentally, like what both times happened to the Lakers, once against Detroit, once and the other time against Chicago, it's the end of an era, man. That's what happened. It's the end of an era. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's been a great run for Golden State, but I don't want to play the if what if game if Kevin, if KD and Clay were healthy in the entire series. So I don't want to sound like Skip Bayless and play the what if game, but yeah. and discount the the uh, the, the Raptors. But Not at all. I mean. You gotta admit the Raptors are just a better team. Yeah, I mean injuries and all, they were just a better. It should have been a damn sweep. Should have been. It that was the other reason why I thought that Golden State would make this that series a little bit more com- competitive because of how tight the games were, how tightly contested they yeah. were throughout the entire series, and the fact that even with the injuries. And in a, a couple of the games, Golden State was a bucket or two away from winning that game, right. from winning those games. So that's why I, I still held on to hope. But like you said, guys for, for, for Toronto, guys who we've been insulting for the past few seasons, and, and Fred Van Fleet, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, uh, Siakam, who stepped up this this past season. Um Marcus Saul, who was uh, a, a, a leader in, in Memphis before coming over to Toronto, this Toronto Raptors team is completely different than the, the, the Raptors squad that we would consistently throw insults at uh, over the past couple of seasons. Right. And, and, it, and the it, baby it dinosaurs. Remember, remember Shannon, uh, Sh- Shannon Sharp calling the baby dinosaurs, and rightfully oh, so yeah. in the past. Yes. Because it came out constantly, consistently small on the big stage. But hey, props to them. Prop, props to the to the to we the North, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you got to recognize champs. Um, yes. But speaking of Toronto, Kawhi, where do you think it's going to end up? Ah man. Well, the streets have been talking to me over the past few weeks, <laughs> and this is the streets yep. from the West Coast. 
And right. the streets out west are saying, you know, Kawhi wants to come back home. He wants to play at home. And that means, of course, that he will probably be paying potentially in L.A. if that is true. And right. there were reports that, that came out a couple, uh, uh, last week that says that he's interested in staying in, in Toronto. Then another report comes out that says that if he does go anywhere, it will be to the Clippers. Then another report comes out a day or two ago that says, yes, he's eyeing both Toronto and the Clippers, but he's also keeping an eye on what's going on with the Lakers in their salary cap situation. Mm. As to say, if they offer him enough money, that he would be interested in going there. Once again, I only see two potential places for for Kyrie, not Kyrie, but uh, Kawhi, and that's either uh in Toronto or the city of L.A. I don't see him going anyplace else. Um, I think the Lakers are a long shot, but once again, he is from the area. It's, It's like you said with the Knicks, if you come to a huge city that has two teams, you don't necessarily want to play for the lesser of the two, even if that lesser team is playing better at that moment. Mm-hmm. You want to play for the icon. And if that is the right. case, then the Laker. But I, I really don't see Kawhi becoming a Laker. If he becomes a Laker, surprise on me, and that means that she's yeah, right. Yeah, me too. I, I, dude, I, Kawhi, I mean, not to say that Toronto was a one-horse team, they have other good mm-hmm. players in the squad too. Kyle Lowry, yes. Marcus Saul mm-hmm. has experience. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, oh damn it! Like Pascal Jabaka, like the, the most, player of the yeah, year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you have you have dudes. They have dudes on that squad. I mean, Danny they Green. just do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they got they got they got dudes. But Kawhi, that was Kawhi's team. Kawhi, yeah. Did what he did, what he didn't do in San Antonio. Like he wasn't the, the finals MVP in San Antonio, but that was Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manny Ginobili. You know what I'm saying, Coach Coach Pop. Um, but this squad here was Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. followed by Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, uh, Fred Van Vliet, uh, um, the other African dude, Serge, Serge Ibaka. You know. That's mm-hmm. that's 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 who that's who that's that was his team. So I say all that to say this: Why would he leave that situation and go play for a franchise? I know it's our kind of franchise, and I know we said the same thing about the same thing about the Knicks. But why would he become a second wheel to LeBron? Why would mm-hmm. when he was the when he led a team to the finals? He was the finals MVP. It doesn't make much sense to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's going to a team, he being Kawhi, going to a team that would be considered Kawhi's team. That's still LeBron's squad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and someone with a team with a big three like LeBron, AD, and Kawhi, someone will have to take a step back. And I guarantee you it won't, it won't be LeBron, for, for, for like at least for next season. Maybe the season after next, but not next season. And I don't think – I don't – think it might be, I don't think it would be Anthony Davis on a full-time basis taking a step back. So that's why I think, to your point, 
I, I think it's going to be out of Toronto or the Clippers. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to stay in Toronto when it's all said and done. They got the same squad especially coming back for next year. They they'll do. be will be the full opted in uh, today making that announcement. But and, and to to your yeah. point, I don't know. I think LeBron could be at a stage in his career as of right now where cause it, it seemed like the past couple of seasons he's been looking to lean on someone else, right. but no one was there. And if he had the opportunity to go ahead and, and say, put up 17, 9, and 7 assists and, and be that facilitator while being a leader on that team, I think he would take that step back. I think he would. He, he, that's one of the best guy who we've been comparing him to for the bulk of his mm-hmm. career, and that's Magic Johnson. Right. And it's a possibility. Yeah. It, it, I, I, I just think that if, the, if he was surrounded by guys that had the talent to do it, LeBron would yeah. be willing to, to take that step back in order to continue to win and to rest himself. Because he knows how old he is, he understands how much mileage he has on his body, and he's looking for a situation where it doesn't have to be him out front all the time, him taking the bulk of the the, the buckets and the points where he can go ahead and lean on somebody. And the Anthony Davis situation, or the Anthony Davis trade, was great for that, but I think they need one more piece in order to solidify that and have a situation where he doesn't have to lead the team in scoring every night, where he can rely on someone else and have that confidence in them and not have to be concerned. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I mean, LeBron could easily play point guard next season if they could in that case, right? I mean, he, he mm-hmm. probably would be one of the best point guards in the league if he, if, he, if, if he did that. But the point is, I, I just think you touched on it, and I agree with you. If he was in L.A., he won't be with the Lakers. And I think it's come to, it's a two-team race at this point. It's, it's the Raptors and the Clippers. And who would have thought that he would be leaning more towards the Raptors than the Clippers than anywhere in L.A. before the season started? You know what I'm saying? No one. I mean, who would have thought? Exactly. Who would have thunk it? And absolutely, you're right. Absolutely no one <laughs> would have thought that. And you know, he signed that deal, an endorsement deal with some airline in in in, in Toronto, where mm-hmm. it's the same airline that or airline company that Drake has has an endorsement with. So, um, again, why do all that if you're not going to stay in Toronto? But anyway, I I, I agree with the TVs. I think Kawhi will stay in Toronto. I think KD and Kyrie both go to the Knicks, and I think mm-hmm. the Atlantic Division in the East is going to be hellified because you have essentially you you, you have uh, Toronto, Philadelphia. They resign at least one of the stars, either Jimmy Butler or Tobias Harris, because all they got two future studs in Embiid and in Ben Simmons. Um, Boston will still be there. They'll probably have they'll probably be better because of the better chemistry outside of with, with like Sam's uh, Kyrie and the Knicks mm-hmm. and Brooklyn and Brooklyn. Brooklyn has a nice thing going. They somehow find a way to keep uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell and keep that that chemistry going with their young players and in 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 their well run front office. Um, yes, 
you got you possibly have five twelve teams coming out of the same division. So coming out of the same uh, division. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine because that, the South right? is trash right now. Yes, it is. The, the yes. South is just trash. And and I mean, outside of the fact that they have a lot of young talent in the South, especially in Atlanta and in Orlando. But outside mm-hmm. of that, if Kimba leaves Charlotte, that's going to be a problem for them. Washington is already yeah. in, in the place of, of of trying to figure out what they want to do. They don't. They still don't even have a GM, and and of course that that keeps me up at night. Um, yeah. And, and 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 then who else is in this? And then the Heat. You know, they're all, they're not starting completely from scratch, but. You know, they, they still they have a, a, a young nucleus that gets a year older, and I want to see how that team competes. But they, you're right. There could be a possibility that five teams come out of that – all five teams actually come out of that division, along with Milwaukee, um, with the Southeastern division winner, and then one other team. That's highly possible. Indiana. I'm thinking Indiana. And Indiana. Be, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think Indiana with other team. Um, yeah, so it's it's <laughs> the NBA is gonna be wide ass open next year, and I love that. I <laughs> absolutely love that. It's it's gonna be wide ass open. I'm looking forward. Wide to it. open. So we 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 we're gonna close the segment on the NBA with the awards. Giannis, I think I'm gonna get this right one day. I think I take. <laughs> I'm gonna get this let's right. Go, let's go. God. Okay, Giannis. I got the first name. I said Tokopo. There you go. I said Tokopo. Ah, there I you go. There okay, you go. Freak. I'm gonna say it one more time. Yes. I said Tokopo. Yes. I said Tokopo. Yes. <laughs> he won the MVP over James Harden. Um, I thought they could go. He could have gone either way. I wouldn't have been too upset mm-hmm. if James Harden won the MVP. But I always thought that the best player on the best team should get the MVP. And Giannis mm-hmm. played out of his mind this season. Sure, he was exposed to the players, but the MVP is a regular season award. And I think that Giannis will learn from his player experience. Hopefully get in the gym and get into the lab and, and start working on a shot like his mid-range and three-points jumpers. Like, really, you need to start his mid-range first. Don't worry about his mm-hmm. shot after that. But – do you think that they got it right with Giannis over James Harden? Do I think that they got it right? I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, you, you you give it to the the, the best player or on the the best team. Um, also, mm-hmm. a team that has shown a lot of improvement because it shows how much valuable that player has is or has become to that organization, especially over a year's time. If you look at it. I mean, yes, James averaged more points. He um, actually, uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he actually averaged less assists than, uh, well, actually, yeah, he averaged less assists than, than James Harden and, right. you know, had more steals. But, of course, you know, had more rebounds, had more blocks. But uh, it, it's something about being able to have a six win differential from your prior year or 16 win improvement right. from the your prior year and being the, the number one team in the league versus having a 12 game fall off even though 
you've had forty, you have, you've had twenty eight games of forty or uh, of points or more, nine games of fifty points or more, and you scored sixty points or more twice. But yet you 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 win twelve less games in that year than you did the year prior. I don't know if I can name you necessarily the MVP for that. And yeah, he put up thirty five. He averaged thirty five and seven, and that's the first time in NBA history that someone has done that. But it's, it's something about them dubs, man. It's something about winning in this league that, that proves to me how valuable you are, not only to the team that you play for, but your value throughout the entire league. Yeah, and that's the thing. So it's it's, it's going to be interesting going forward, man. It's going to be very, very interesting. But I, I would say this. Um, you know, James Harden did – Go on that unconscious tear. Yes, while Chris Paul was out, while Clint Capella was out, and mm-hmm. I, he's a six foot five dude who lives the perimeter, doing what he does. It has a, has an unstoppable step back three point shot. Even though I think he travels time, but that's not here nor there. And has <laughs> developed a floater where it's unstoppable. So if you play him up high. He'll go by you and pull up and just hit a fluff the floater over knee, over over some dudes in the paint, and he says he's the high assist guy. He's liable to turn those those floaters into lobs for Clint Capella. Yes, you know, and that's just amazing to me, dude. It's just you know it's coming, but you can't stop it, and that's 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 pretty damn that's pretty damn awesome. But I think that's very awesome. It is a combination of of the Greek freak coming out and, and gang, like game busters all season long, mm-hmm. and the fact that the media is like, okay, James, you've been there, done this, <laughs> you know, you didn't have the best squad in your own conference. So I mean, even though I, I would say at full strength, I would argue that they would be the third best team in the league, full strength that is, uh, before the playoff. Um, mm-hmm. Like behind uh, Golden State and 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 and, and Milwaukee, Justin for the third spot with with Toronto, but you know I just think this is this is the Greek freak's time, man. And yeah. uh, that speech he gave about his family, that was awesome. That was an awesome moment, you know. And uh, hopefully the young man develops a, a, fit, a mid-range jumper. Uh, he'll be unstoppable if he did that. He's already six eleven with an eight foot mm-hmm. wingspan. Oh, I mean, he, he, he's on the verge of superstardom. Yeah, and he's almost there. The big Greek freak is almost there. He put on a lot of almost weight. there. Um, but he just needs a mid-range game. That's all he needs right yeah. now. Forget the three-point shot for now. Just, just work on that mid-range. Range, game. You're right. If you have a mid-range mm-hmm. game, you'll be unstoppable. But you know what? Real quick before we move on to to James yeah, Harden's benefit. I was just talking to someone about this yesterday. This is a dude who I consider to be a basketball black hole. You pass it to him, mm. it's almost like the ball doesn't come back out. But it right. does. For someone who takes as many shots as he does, and for someone who holds the ball right. for as long as he does, he's still averaging over uh, almost eight assists a game. That is insane. How is that yeah, no. possible? His usage How rate is that high. Possible? Yes, his usage rate is so damn high. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he, and he and he has a lot of those assists, a lot of turnovers too. But he has a whole lot of assists. 
Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's just amazing. But again, it was the Greek freeze time, and you know both of those players are only going to get better believe it or not. They're both entering like Greek freeze into his prime. Harden is still mm-hmm. into his prime. So it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna be exciting. That's why I said it's gonna be interesting going forward, man. It really will be. Um, let's talk a little soccer, man. Women's World Cup. Let me let me ask you this, man. What are, what are your thoughts on like those people who are bitching about the women scoring thirteen goals? Because we haven't talked since, since since the World Cup started about them scoring thirteen goals um, on, on on Thailand and saying that they. Ran up the score. They were celebrating too much after the the, the the goals late in the match. Like they 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 rubbed it in. I've never had a problem. You know this about me. Of anybody running mm-hmm. the score on anybody outside of little league. If you're competing on the highest level, whether it be in college and especially especially in the pros, you got to bring it, man. Yeah. This ain't this ain't in the mirror. You got to bring it. This ain't in the mirror. So. And plus, a lot of these young women who scored, this is their first World Cup. Yeah. And newsflash, it's hard as hell to score a goal in soccer. So, if you have a chance, if you and you do score, you need to celebrate your ass off like it was 1999, man. I mean, it's I don't get I don't get why people get their pennies so much in a bunch of a bullshit like this. I mean, it's like we turn to the nation of wussies overnight. We, we have. It, well, it's not been overnight. It's been a slowly developing thing, yeah. and it is a situation right. where I understand no one wants to get their feelings hurt, but at the same time, you know how you learn by getting your feelings hurt. And sometimes you got to learn yeah. through pain. And to your yeah. your, your uh, to your point, situation where World Cup once every four years, you don't play right. this every season. You know, this isn't a situation where you're playing week in, week out in a in a in a one year season every season. No, this is this is a once every four year situation. And depending upon how well you play or don't play, you might not ever get this opportunity again. But yeah, I was about right. to say, you know what, thirteen points, maybe you don't celebrate as much. But right. like you said, in a situation where there's not a lot of scoring or, or you may not get this opportunity again ever in life. Celebrate, live it up. But as long as yeah. you're not being disrespectful in your celebrations, you know you're not going around and and doing some of the taunting that I love to see as a penny yeah. fan. <laughs> I love and I'm not going to go ahead and, and get into it. too much detail about some of the stuff that I've enjoyed in my lifetime in terms of penny. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as long as you're not being petty in your celebratory acts, I don't mind. Don't mind at all. Dude, it up even, even if you do, I don't even have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that either. <laughs> if you don't want me to celebrate, stop me. If you want, if you don't want me, want me to celebrate and win, beat my ass. I mean, you got to come on. <laughs> come on. If you don't want it to happen, play your ass off and work hard and then want to make sure it doesn't happen. I just don't get it, man. I mean, you know what? You know what else, man? I, I got to say this. I have to say this. Okay. I said it like a while back. I'm going to say it again. I wrote on my blog a while back. If this was our men's team beating the hell out of Brazil 10-0, um, I'm going to go 13. 10-0, oh. 7-0, 8-0. Yeah. You know what the narrative would be? 
we beat that ass. That would be the narrative. Yes. That would be the yes. narrative. No one would give a rat's ass about celebrating. No one. I guarantee you no one would say shit if our men's team did the same thing. And I completely agree squad. with you on that. No one would say Completely that. agree. I guarantee no one would say anything. Which, which, is, which goes to another narrative, which is too deep to go into. It's just pretty much messed up, to be honest with you, that it's come down to that. Uh, but just because it's not our men's squad doing it. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's, again, I just, and, you know, I did, what I did love, love the most, man, was seeing, like, one of the ladies, I, I, I forget her name, when she scored, Car- Carly Lloyd, when she scored mm-hmm. the, the next match against Chile. She like broke into a polite golf clap, just chore on the haters. That was that was awesome. That was that was epic. That was really epic. Uh, so you know, she did a polite golf clap. Uh, she like put this in your pipe and smoke it. But at any rate, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. But who are your favorites now? Since we're playing the the, the French, the French team, which is essentially a road game for us. Um, mm-hmm. You know what, 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 like, 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 uh, who you got as those favorites moving forward in the women's World Cup? Now the quarterfinals, you know, we're in the midst of the quarterfinals, I should say. Truthfully, whoever comes out of that U.S. Yeah. France game, whoever comes out yep. of that game, I got winning it all, and two reasons: yeah. one, U.S. Well, the past couple of years, well, uh, over the past couple of World Cups, has been one of the best teams. In the tournament, right to France, they're the home team and they're there. Yeah, they're one of the last eight teams left. Matter of fact, yep. they're one of the seven European teams that have made it to the semis, along with the U.S. Mm-hmm. So you know it's, it's home field advantage, and it, it, it's something about playing at home that gets you hyped. And they've been playing oh, yeah. well. And and I, and I like I said before, I, whoever comes out of that game, I think wins it all. Um, and, and, yeah, I'm just I just find it very very intriguing that we don't have a Japan, we don't have a Brazil, we don't have an Australia, no Canada. I know, right? It's straight. It's, it's seven Europeans and the U.S. So yep, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, to see if there are any upsets, especially with um, the Netherlands and um, with Sweden, to see if they're capable of pulling some wins out um, over uh, 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 who was that that they got over Italy and Germany, respectively. But um, yeah, I'm really leaning on that U.S. France game. Whoever comes out of that, I think that's who wins the tournament. You know what's one more thing before we head to the Gold Cup, uh, men's Gold Cup. Um, it's good to see the the rest of the world. Invested into the women's athletic, like the way they have. I mean, the U.S. Yeah. women has has had such a head start on 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 the rest of the world because we care more about women's athletics than the rest of the world does. Um, believe it or not, um, but uh, uh, at any rate, you know, we're seeing the seeing the playing field become more and more level. I love the French squad. I, I really love the French squad a lot. I also like mm-hmm. England as well, but to your mm-hmm. point, I think the U.S. are the heavy favorites just because they're the, for, usually the best team in the world. Um, whoever wins that match, you got the best team in the world against the home squad of upstarts. I think it's you're right. We're sharing a brand on that. I mean, so 
Yeah. And one, one more thing. We'll close the show on this, the Gold Cup. The U.S. men's playing right now. They're playing Panama right now in the 37th minute in the first half. Uh, they realize that Panamanians are essentially a bunch of brothers speaking who speak Spanish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look at them. Oh, yeah. They look you like dudes with the uh, A.T. with, the, man. The, the funk group, um, uh, uh, Mandrill? Yeah. Yeah, most of them are Panamanians. Oh, well, there you go. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it yeah, really makes correct. sense. And and and, and I, I hope I'll, I'll someone's going to correct me sooner or later. But yeah, if I remember correctly, they're Panamanian. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I looked at the, the squad. I like these these dudes. These dudes look look like some of my relatives. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean, again, they look like cats I grew up with, man. Um, but at any rate, long story short, that's that. I'm just on a tangent here. But I just want to ask you, man, with the U.S. men's team much maligned, sure they're doing well on group stage, sure they're still the the the, 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 the top one or two top dogs in CONCACAF, other than the top dog being Mexico, of course. Um, we lost recently lost a friendly to Venezuela of all squads. Here in Cincinnati, no less, about a month ago. Do you think mm. that we can redeem ourselves, our men's national team? Can we redeem ourselves in this Gold Cup? I know it's possible, but I mean the way things are now, we in Mexico are on this on opposite sides of the bracket, so essentially mm-hmm. it's going to be between on our side of the bracket, uh, possibly like Jamaica, uh, getting it like standing in our way. Um, so, are we going to get redemption in this Gold Cup, or is it going to be same? A different day, same story for the U.S. men's team. Um, I, I think that they might get redemption. Um, they're, they're already moving on to the next round, right, regardless of what happens tonight, right. correct? Right, they're in the quarterfinals no matter what, yeah. Yeah, so they're already in the quarterfinals. And so it looks like it's going to be them and – is it Panama that's, that's moving on from the same group? Yep, them and Panama, yeah. They, they, they're yeah. just playing for – for two things, they're playing to win the pool and pride. Yeah. So that's what they're playing for. They're, 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 they're going to be moving on regardless. Yeah. So they come out of the group. If if, if they beat Panama in the, in the um, quarters, um, it's a possibility they may not even be facing uh, Jamaica, right? Because I think um, – who was the other team in their group that's uh, already Curacao. moved Curacao. on? Curacao, Curacao. Yeah. so it's Jamaica and Curacao in the same group. So basically, the winner mm-hmm. of tonight's match plays Curacao, and the loser gets Jamaica. Yeah. So it's like okay, if that happens, and then they have to go through the Jamaica, and the way that Jamaica has looked, maybe it's because their group is tougher than uh, Group D, the one that the uh, the U.S. is in. But if yep. the U.S. can continue to play. If they advance, the way that they've looked um, within their group, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a, it's a yes. But the thing is, they'll have to continue to play the way that they've looked. Um, you know, yeah. they they played two shutouts against both uh, uh, Guyana and Trinidad and Tobago. Right. They don't necessarily need a shutout to advance now. You know, they could just I, – I, I wouldn't say you rest in this situation, but you could you, you continue to play – Good soccer, but you don't necessarily need to play all out. You you end up seeing them right. again anyway. So 
Yeah. Right. If, exactly. if, if they can, can if they can play as well as they played and get out of their mind the frenzy that they faced uh, with Jamaica and before playing before the, uh, the, uh, the Gold Cup started, they can very well win the Gold Cup again. Yeah, man, I think so too. So we'll see. So it's gonna be. This is a crazy, crazy month. Like like you said, NBA free agency, oh. World Soccer. It was the World Cup soccer for women, Gold Cup for the men, mm-hmm. and start of college, like uh, media days, collegiate media days. So and Wilberton, it was a good time, yeah. brother. We're gonna have some fun, shall we? Yes, sir. All right, man. Take a light, man. Peace you out. Be That's my guy. Please check out Dwayne Nash on Facebook. On uh, I'm sorry, on Sleeze Rare on Facebook Live every week. As sports box was as the yard says HBCU sports and it's contributes to HBCU game day, um, and yeah, and we'll check out the good soccer World Women's World Cup and the Gold Cup tonight. Thank you all for tuning in to the Clowns and Scott Brooks, your boy, signing off. Oh, six. All right.